Hello guys and welcome to Don't Tread on America and I am your host Don Q and today is Friday October 8th 2021 how's it going out there today everybody yes I said it was Friday and I know you just heard me yesterday but hey the more the merrier right uh, today is Friday. I just wanted to remind everybody I did put up the uh, episode yesterday. It was the interview that I did with Fred from the Freedom Variant on Rumble. Uh, we did that on Tuesday. Uh, he's supposed to be putting the video portion up on his end, um, but I wanted to go ahead and get the audio up for you guys that listen to me so you can see what he's all about and check out his account and uh, maybe give him a follow on Rumble. He also does another uh, podcast called Steel Mace Nation. That's more of a fitness, health and fitness type situation. Check those out if you think you're interested. Um, Freedom Variant is more along the lines of what we do here, so I think you would be more interested um, to listen to that or watch that. Um, so the three stories I have for you guys today, watching the news here, I was kind of waiting to record this until they came out, but number one, September job numbers are out and it doesn't look good. And number two, along with jobs, job Biden's job approval don't look good either. They are sinking every month. And number three, a woman in Colorado refuses is refused a kidney kidney transplant. If I could speak, we'd be doing fucking great. <laughs> refused a kidney transplant because she refuses to get the vaccine. But we'll go into all those stories here in a second. First, I want to get to our first sponsor, and that's RedConOne.com. That's right. I've been telling you guys about these guys now for a couple of weeks. It's a uh, nutritional uh, workout company out of um, South Florida. Great company, American company. You can get all your pre-workouts, your post-workouts, pr uh, protein powders, protein bars. They have t-shirts, uh, different things you might need for the gym, gym bags, towels, um, weight belts. It's a great place. Uh, click on the link on the bottom of the podcast app or if you're watching us on YouTube and you'll have the uh, link there and there's also a promo code there. It's T20 Quartimus. Use the link, use the promo code and you'll get 20% off anything you order. Check them out. They always have great deals going on too. Um, so check them out and uh, let them know that I sent you. So on to our first story. Job numbers came out today. Uh, like I said, just came out just a little while ago, about 1 o'clock. And uh, hopefully I can read my uh, chicken scratch because I was scribbling to write all this stuff down. Anyway, so basically the way it boils down is over the last three months, so July, August, and September, jobs have steadily decreased. Why? I mean, I think that's the ultimate question because as many of us are aware, whether it's a place that you work or a place that you go, grocery shopping, uh, you know, to Walmart, go out to dinner, uh, any, pretty much anywhere you go, you can't walk into a place that isn't hiring. I, I don't think you literally can't stumble into a place that's not hiring. And most of those places are giving out, um, you know, sign-on bonuses. So why are the numbers so bad? I, I really don't know. I'm asking. Uh, so. In July, the, the job numbers were, a mi uh, these are roundabout numbers. It was a little over a million, but we'll just call it a million. Um, in August, they went from that. These are new jobs that are created. So it went from a million jobs created in um, July, a million, down to 366,000 in August, 
down to a staggering 194,000 jobs this past month in September. So once again, I ask the question, why? I mean, I know in Florida, they're not getting the extra unemployment. They're not getting the federal assistance. They're not getting anything. And it's just as bad here. There's plenty of places you go into, especially restaurants. Restaurants are, are the worst that you go into. And you, you know, especially if you're going to a decent restaurant, you figure, okay, I want to go in here and I want to be able to sit down and eat whatever I'm eating, maybe have a beer or two, relax. But no, it's a constant battle because even if they are somewhat staffed, they have the lower enchilant of, of available workers because for whatever reason, nobody wants to work. Now, I do have some sort of a an idea why I would think that during the course of COVID and everything that was going on for the past year and a half, you had some of those people that were waiters and waitresses that maybe when, when a lot of places uh, were closing down and whatnot, maybe they took the opportunity to go to school, whether it was online or, or whatever, or maybe instead of being a waiter or the waitress, they decided to go into a different line of work, warehouse work or, you know, whatever something that paid a little bit more than being a waiter or a waitress or is a more steady paycheck. Because I, I mean, I, when I was younger, I waited tables and it's not steady money. You know, it's not like punching the clock and you're making X amount of dollars an hour and you're working, you know, 40 hours a week, you know, where you can guarantee, okay, if I'm making 10 bucks an hour working 40 hours a week, I'm going to make $400 a week. You know, sometimes you might be a waitress and you might, or a waiter and you might make, 400 this week and 200 next week and 500 the week after that and 100 the week after that. It's very random. It's not steady work. So maybe some of those folks took an opportunity to <clears throat> plot a course down another avenue. I don't know. I do know that these numbers, for all the places that are hiring, there's no reason why <laughs> no one's working because even if that's the case and you know, people that were working in restaurants decided to go another path. Well, there surely would be people that still need a job. The one thing that is noticeable of those numbers. So over that three month period, it's, it's roughly a 300, I think it's 317,000 average between those three months, which is horrible because they actually projected, which is, which is something even more astounding. I don't know who in the hell he's using as his economist and job projectors or whatever that terminology is called, but they were projecting 500,000 jobs this year or this month. I'm sorry. And you, and you get to 194,000. I mean, you weren't even close. You weren't even at 50%. The, um, that number is the lowest this year so far. I mean, we still have three more months to go as far as job projection, October, November, December. And um, overall, it's 5 million jobs fewer, uh, I'm sorry, 500 million fewer Americans are employed right now than they were February of 2020, just before COVID went rampant. So the one thing that, that pisses me off, and you'll see this, because I tell you, if nothing else, I was watching him speak, him, the proverbial, I got to read a teleprompter, I had to have a whole set of a White House built just so I could read a teleprompter. Because, you know, God forbid it could be a teleprompter. No, it's got to be a fucking movie screen. At any rate, um, so he's sitting there talking about stuff. And words were coming out of it now. <laughs> and, of course, he's got to spin it. You know, oh, it's a 4.8 uh, 
uh, percent unemployment rate. And, you know, that's down 10% from where it was back in March and blah, blah, blah. But the, the problem with those numbers are they're conflated because the reason the number is low is because you're, you have less job participation. So, um, less people are filing for unemployment. So obviously the unemployment numbers are low because you have less people filing because either they don't qualify anymore or, uh, or whatever, whatever the case may be. I don't know exactly, but nonetheless, <laughs> I give you a perfect example of, of their idea of job numbers and, uh, the, the way they use percentages when it comes to stuff. Okay, so I'm going to play this clip. This is him yesterday, and this was at uh, United Air uh, Airlines. These requirements work. And as the business roundtable others told me when I announced the first requirement, that encouraged businesses to feel they could come in and demand the same thing of their employees. More people are getting vaccinated. More lives are being saved. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs, look at the bigger story. I've spoken with Scott Kirby, CEO of United Airlines, who's here today. United went from 59% of their employees to 99% of their employees in less than two months after implementing the requirement. 99%. Now, does anybody want to take a guess as to why that is? Okay, so if you the key words there was... United went from 59% of their employees va to, uh, vaccinated to 99% after the the CEO, whatever his name was, Scott McGillicuddy, was, uh, implemented the um, vaccines. Like, So two months ago, United said, okay, you guys have till whatever the date was, October 1st, I don't know what it was, to get vaccinated or you lose your job. So you had people quit. You had people get fired. Whatever the case may be, well, <laughs> they had a bar graph. I'm going to put it up on our Facebook page. I'll put it on the website. Um, so make sure you go to the website, dontreadonamerica.com. But the bar graph is essentially you have, uh, let's say, 100 employees. I know it's more than that, but 59% of them were, were uh, vaccinated. So you had 59 employees vaccinated, and the red was was uh, unvaccinated. Well, now it's 99% is vaccinated. Well, the bar graph is still the same height, so that still means it was only 59 people. I mean, I know it's more 59 people. I'm just using this for example. Vaccinated. You see what I'm saying? So it's just because the other people either quit or got fired for not getting vaccinated is why you went from a 59% to a 99%. has nothing to do with you saying, okay, guys, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to get fired Oh, shit, we better go get vaccinated. Let me run out there and go get it. It's not that, though. You had people just say, okay, fuck it, I'll leave. Look at New York. Look at the uh, healthcare workers. You had school teachers that walked off the jobs. You know, even around here, some of the hospitals and some of the places in Florida are, are mandating that. And it's a big pissing match because, you know, the governor says, you know, that no businesses are allowed to do this, but yet they're still giving it a fucking shot. Ever since this dipshit came out on September 9th and was like, I'm mandating this and mandating that. Uh, mandate isn't a law, okay? Mandate is a suggestion, okay? You are not king of this fucking earth. You're not king of this country. You are a president. You are duly elected. And uh, at the rate you're going, you know, I, I posed a question earlier today. I was talking 
to uh, Chris and uh, you know I was like, well, I wonder what the rules. Are. I, I should have looked this up now that I'm thinking about it, but you know that's what I do. But <laughs> but I'm thinking, what's the rules? Okay, so in California they try to recall uh, Governor Newsom, which. By the way, uh, folks that are living in California, I'm sorry that that didn't work out for you. But you see, I know the ones listening to this show did all they could do. I know that my California listeners did all they can do. And I appreciate you guys. But um, you know damn well you guys are kicking yourself in the ass. And you probably want to kick other people's asses. Because um, look what he's doing out there. Mandating vaccines for, I think it's 12 and up. I mean, that's bullshit. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. To use Biden's words. Anyway, um, you know, if in California they try to recall Gavin Newsom, is that something we can't do to a president? That's something I might need to look up and and do some research on because I'm curious now. Because, I mean, this dumbass has only been president for not even nine months. It'll be, what, so on the 20th of this month, you're talking, what, a week and a half? It'll be uh, nine months. And in nine months, his his numbers have gone to the shitter. You know, I don't have a comparison to what um, Trump was at. And we're not talking about Trump, because guess what? Trump isn't president. This guy is. Okay? This was the most popular American president, right? Voted 81-whatever-million votes. The most popular. Let's assume everything was a legit. I'm not going to go on a tangent and say Mike Lindell this and whoever that and whatever machine did this. I don't. That's that's beyond me. Okay, that's above my pay grade. The facts of the matter is, is what we're being told is this guy got 81 million votes, the most votes ever received by any person ever elected president. Okay, agree to disagree, but that is what it is. And uh, allegedly, so this is from Yahoo News, okay? I tell you, I I pulled different sources. I don't just jump everything off of Fox because I don't want to hear your bullshit. So Yahoo News, President Biden's agenda remains popular with American people. Bullshit. And (laughs) and according to a new Yahoo News YouGov poll, um. But approval of the president himself has fallen to new lows as Democrats struggle to get his plans through a gridlock Congress. So before I continue to read this, this this is how a liberal media spins its rhetoric. And what I mean by that is this. Let me back up here. The President Biden's agenda remains popular with American people, right? But the president himself has fallen to new lows as Democrats struggle to get his plans through a gridlock Congress. So right there, that first paragraph, what they're doing, what they're setting up is for for the blame to be placed on Congress. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. If a president, whoever the president is, we're going to use Biden because unfortunately he's the guy, right? So if Biden remains popular with American people, then guess what? his approval ratings would remain up regardless of what the Democrats were doing in Congress. Now, their numbers might go down, Pelosi, Schumer, and all these fuckheads that are over there, but that's the spin, okay? It doesn't work like that. Either you're popular and you get your numbers are up, or you're not and your numbers are down. And guess what? The reason his numbers are down is because he sucks. Oh, 
I mean, it doesn't say that. Let me read. Let me read on. <laughs> the survey of 1,640 U.S. adults, which was conducted from October 1st to October 4th, found that Biden's approval rating had slipped another three points since mid-September to 42%, his lowest yet. Meanwhile, half of Americans continue to disapprove of how he, the president, is handling his job. Let me back up to the first paragraph. Biden remains popular with American people, but approval of the president has fallen because of the Congress. Let me scroll down here. Uh, half of the <laughs> half continue to disapprove of the president handling his job. Do you see how they fucking throw words at you thinking you're not going to pay attention? The fact of the matter is they're claiming that he is so popular and they love him, but they're blaming Congress, so therefore they're blaming him. And he only has a 42% job approval, but 50% disapprove. Uh, okay, if he's got a 48% job approval, then 58% uh, approve. I don't, I don't know the fuzzy math. I mean, I'm not fucking, I'm not damn Bill Nye the motherfucking science guy, but I'm not a fucking idiot either. I can do simple math, okay? Anyway, reading on. <laughs> so they have a bar graph here. It's very interesting. So you have... Four lines. So you have <clears throat> Democrats, Republicans, Independents, and then U.S. adults. So that's your average, okay? So, of course, Democrats are fucking, are fucking you know, 81%, right? Of course. Because, you know, he's a Democrat. So, of course, they got to be, you know, they got to be there. But it's interesting that him being so popular, I don't, I don't know what the breakdown is. I don't know if it tells you on here, you know, with the 1,600, whatever people they polled you know, what the breakdown was, but nonetheless, 81% of that 1,600, um, or I'm sorry, 81% of the people that were, that were Democrats uh, approve of him. So that's still not 100%, right? And then, of course, on the flip side, Republicans, only 10%, um, you know, approve of, of him, which is insane because I don't give a shit. If you were a Republican and you voted for Biden to not vote for Trump, if, if that was your goal, if you hated Trump so much that you just had to vote for Biden because he's more presidential and he doesn't do mean tweets, uh, number one, fuck you, and thanks for the gas hikes, assholes. Number two, fuck you, and thanks for the gas hikes, assholes. <laughs> but I don't give a shit how much you hate. Like, I didn't vote for Hillary. Like, I wasn't, I'll be honest with you. When, and back in 16, during the, uh, during the uh, presidential thing there, my my two guys I was focused on was Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, okay? Um, mainly because I think Rand Paul's awesome. The biggest reason I didn't focus on him was because I just didn't think he had what it took to get elected. You know what I'm saying? I think he would make a great vice president, get his feet wet, and then become president. I think he'd be awesome. But name recognition-wise and people not really knowing what he's all about, that's why I was looking more at Ted Cruz. <clears throat> and then when... When um, Trump won, you know, the Republican side of things, I was all in because I'll be damned if I was ever even going to think about voting for Hillary Clinton. That shit wasn't happening. And I didn't vote for Trump to not vote for Hillary. At that rate, I would have voted for anybody other than Hillary. Um, but I started listening to what Trump was saying and things. Yeah, granted, he didn't speak like a president. He wasn't very presidential. But then I started listening to what he was saying. And I was like, you know, he's more of a he's more of a guy like me. 
I mean, minus the, you know, however billions of dollars he has. But point being is, it's interesting how 19% of your Democrats don't approve of him, but only 10% of Republicans approve of him. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, the key number here is your independence. Because one of the trends are, is your, your independence carry the votes, okay? Because obviously if you have two people running for president and you're an independent, you're going to do one of two. You're going to do, you're voting Republican or Democrat or you're probably not going to vote at all because yes, we've had, you know, third party candidates run. We had one, uh, Joe Jorgensen this past time. And then, uh, shit, I can't think of the dude's name four years ago, but you know, you've had, you know, names run before third party candidates. But to me, unless they're getting some sort of push. I mean, I agree that we should get rid of the two-party system, but unfortunately, it is what it is. And until something changes, what are you going to do about it? So you've really got to do your research on the two main people. So if you're an independent, obviously, you have to focus on, okay, if I'm voting for Biden, why am I voting for Biden? If I'm voting for Trump, why am I voting for Trump? And if those trends start to go one way or the other, then the other person's in trouble. And right now, I would say Biden's in trouble because they're, they're pulling at 37% approval, which isn't good. Usually, you want them at at least 50%, if not higher. Okay, so let's assume this 1,600 people that they, that they uh, polled was um, evenly split between the three groups. Okay, so let's say there was, you know, 530 apiece, whatever. Okay, if that's the case, your your polling numbers between Republicans and and independents are in the shitter, buddy. Because the only reason you're at a forty two percent is because you're at an eighty one percent from Democrats. You take you take the Democrats out of it, obviously you're you're pulling at about a twenty. Anyway, reading on. So uh, Yahoo News polled immediately after Democratic moderates and progressives failed to agree. Last week, on a one size on on the size and scope of Biden's signature Build Back Better proposal, or as he calls it, Build Back Better Back Betty Biden, Baby Back Baby Back Baby Back, <laughs> which would invest trillions of dollars in so-called human infrastructure such as childcare, education, combat cl- uh, climate change. As a result, uh, Pelosi was forced to cancel planned vote. Blah 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 blah. Blame 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 someone else. It's not his fault. You know he's a fucking moron doesn't actually say that I'm just uh, I'm uh, I'm shrinking it down there I'm a, I'm I'm a speed reader yet the poll also shows that most Americans favor actual bills in question you see this is what I'm curious about is like I can't imagine that anybody wants to raise what was it 5.5 trillion or three here a 3.3 trillion dollar plan that was going to cost zero dollars yeah Notice that's gone away pretty quick, but you also see they fucking raised the debt ceiling to four hundred or another four hundred eighty uh, billion. So, nonetheless, job numbers in the shitter. I think this is the f- third month in a row, fourth month in a fourth month in a row that his approval rating has gone down even more. And uh, this is <laughs> the interesting thing about it is he. Okay, so that was Yahoo News. Okay, so I'm on Fox right now. But the thing about it, obviously Fox is going to say whatever. But here's your biggest issue is CNN, um, MSNBC, uh, 
what are they all? You know, the 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 three or four whatever it is networks are the ones that are really concerned. I guess would be a good way to put it. So during a new day segment uh, focused on Biden's uh, polling trouble, CNN senior data reporter Harry Enton detailed Biden's hemorrhaging support amongst all political affiliations, but specifically pointed to his massive loss of independence as the main reason his numbers are underwater. President Biden's poll numbers are, to use a technical term, not good. And for Democrats, there are even more troubling numbers underneath the surface. Host John Berman said to begin the statement, or I'm sorry, segment, the numbers here, they tell a clear story. They do tell a clear story again, to use a technical term, not good, Anson said before laying out how Biden's approval rating had dropped from eight points positive in August to five points negative in October. So essentially going in the wrong direction, not good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Ensign detailed how Biden had lost support from Democrats, Republicans, and Independents since August, but uh, that the 19-point loss from the latter was the largest drop amongst the three. He added that independent voters were important for Biden because they essentially were the reason he won the 2020 election, citing massive support from independents compared to Hillary Clinton losing the independent vote to President Donald Trump. Now that he is underwater with them, it is a very bad sign. So, you know, I, I could keep reading on, but basically it's what I just said. You know, if you're tracking below with, with your independents, you're fucked. Okay. His, the biggest problem is, is everything that I'm hearing is with these vaccine mandates, you're talking about job numbers as far as people working and stuff like that. Well, there's a lot of people not trying to go find jobs because of the vaccine mandates. And, um, you know, the, the big thing is there and getting into vaccines. And we'll talk about this lady here in Colorado. But... Um, the big thing is, is you're, you're um, forcing, I, I've said this time and time again. Okay, so the vaccines have been out since what? The beginning of the year? I don't know. Let's call it February. Okay. So you're talking eight months, roughly seven, eight months. And it started out with, okay, we need to get the elderly. Uh, I, I'm assuming it was like this everywhere. I know in Florida it was like, we need to start out with getting elder, elderly um uh, vaccinated. We also need to focus on people with, uh, you know, pre-existing conditions, whether it be cancer or whatever, heart, lung disease, whatever. Um, and then it matriculated down and went from that to, uh, I, I think in Florida it was like 60 and up, blah, blah, blah. And then it was 50, 40, 30, you know, and it went on down. And I've said this, like I said, I said this time and time again, at this point, if you want to be vaccinated, Okay, I don't care. I don't care if they're mandating anything. If you want to be vaccinated, if you choose to be vaccinated, you're already vaccinated, right? You should have no fears or worries or wonderment because surely you can go talk to your doctor and he or she will tell you everything you want to know. Okay, um, for me, my personal choice is to not do it because it uh, it's unproven. I don't give a shit what they say, what the news says, and what the people say, and what... I mean, even some of these doctors will sit there and tell you it's proven, but you don't know. You don't know. 
it hasn't been around that long. This this isn't, you know, and okay, I'm going to get labeled an anti-vaxxer. Okay, when I was a baby, I got all whatever vaccines I was supposed to get. When my kids were babies, they got all the vaccines they were supposed to get. Why? Because they were proven vaccines. Okay? It was, the, okay, you got to get the polio, you got rubella, you got the measles, you got, the, you know, whatever all the different vaccines are you get, you know, for kids. You do that because they're, they have a proven track record of working. Okay? We whip up a vaccine in, you know, a matter of months, and we're expected to just, no bubbles, no troubles. Well, I don't know if you guys had heard this. This was out, uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before, but Pfizer, uh, they uh, Project Veritas did an undercover thing on Pfizer. Well, come to find out, where's my old little trusty, dusty telephono here? So, come to find out, uh, there is uh, the... <laughs> Oh, this is uh, this is from Judicial Watch. So, new FDA records show purchases of fetal organs, heads, and tissues for humanized mice project. And this, I don't want to read the whole thing because I, you know words are hard for me. But basically, they're saying that there's fetal organs in uh, in the in the Pfizer in this undercover thing. The Pfizer people come out and said that there's possibly or that there is fetal organs in the in the uh, vaccine which brings us to this lady in Colorado okay so Colorado Springs Colorado this is from their local affiliate in um, in Colorado Springs so when a Colorado woman found out her hospital wouldn't approve her kidney transplant surgery until she got the COVID-19 vaccine she was left left with a difficult decision putting her health needs against her religious beliefs uh, Le Leana Lutia a born-again Christian, went with her faith. Even though she has stage 5 kidney disease, that puts her at risk of dying without a new kidney. Lutala, uh, 56, says she could not agree with the vaccinated, or, or I'm sorry, could not agree to be vaccinated because of the role that stem cells have played in the development of vaccines. As a Christian, I can't support anything that has to do with abortion of babies and the sanctity of life for me is precious, she said. You see, health requires transplant recipients to be vaccinated because recipients are at significant risk of contracting COVID-19 as well as being blah, 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 hospitalized and dying from the virus. Spokesman Dan Weaver said unvaccinated donors could also pass COVID to the recipient even if they initially test negative for the disease. How in the fuck does that happen? Does it just magically appear? Studies have found transplant uh, patients who contracted COVID-19 may have a mortality rate of 20% or higher, he said. It's not clear how common this type is policy is. Um, American Hospital Association, which represents nearly 5,000 hospital health care systems and networks in the United States, said it did not have data to share on the issue, but it said many um, transplant programs insist that patients get vaccinated because of the weakened state of their immune system. While any type of surgery may stress the patient's immune system and leave them vulnerable to contracting COVID, later the uh, organ transplant recipients are even more at risk because they have to take powerful regime of, of drugs um, to suppress their immune system and keep their body from rejecting a new organ, which is seen by the body as a foreign object. Nancy Foster, Vice President, blah, 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 blah. blah. So, um, now, I don't know if this falls under those realms but doesn't this kind of fall into the situation of uh that 
Hippocratic Oath, you know, you're supposed to take care of your patients and do do these things. And I'm trying to read on here, I'm, I, without reading everything word for word here, but I thought that she even brought her own damn donor with her. Like, she found the the lady that was going to donate the kidney to her, uh, you know. But it's interesting how we we go back and forth with these vaccines, and I really don't want to get into a whole vaccine thing. I know everyone's fucking sick and tired of hearing about it. It's like every time you listen to a podcast or TV or whatever, it's it's this, that, and the other thing about uh, vaccines, and I get it. But um, the thing is, is even if you are vaccinated, this is proven. This isn't me making up shit. Now, I don't want to get kicked off of YouTube when I'm just kind of getting started. But I'm not making this up. Isn't this proven that they say even if you've gotten vaccinated, you still get the COVID? But the reason to get vaccinated is so the the whatever isn't as bad, right? Well, isn't this kind of contradicting itself by saying that you need to have the, the shot before you have the, the surgery so you won't get it? Well, I, um, I didn't they just say you could get it even though you had the shot? I don't get it. I swear to God, it's like they're... They're literally playing a game of Monopoly, but making the rules up as you go along. And me, quite frankly, I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting, I'm getting pretty sick and tired of it because it's it's very interesting. You know, if you guys listen to past um, episodes, Chris and I had this conversation. I can't recall which exact episode it was, but we had this conversation a while back about... Um, the vaccines and mandates. And this was before it was even a thing. It was even before, I think just as the vaccine was probably rolling out, to be honest with you, we had this conversation. So, you know, I, you know, you look it up, probably look March, April, somewhere around there. And I have descriptions, of everything we talk about in the show. So you can look those up. But we, we had a conversation about uh, vaccines and mandates and, you know, what are you going to do when, you can't work because you don't have the vaccine or go to the grocery store because you don't have the vaccine or go out to dinner or go here or go there, you know? And I was like, eh, you know, this was Chris, um, actually saying that. And, uh, you know, here it is a few months later and it's, it's slowly but surely becoming reality. I mean, thank God, you know, I live in a state like Florida that, that they're constantly battling this, but at least they're battling this and they're not just taking it, for what it is, God helped this lady in Colorado that um, that is going to die essentially without this kidney transplant. There's no, there's no question about it, and it has nothing to do with getting a vaccine or not getting a vaccine. I mean, my personal opinion is, if if she chooses, if their reason for not doing the surgery is because here you go, if the reason for her not getting the the uh, the transplant is because she won't get the vaccine because if she doesn't get the vaccine, she could die if she gets COVID. But if she doesn't get the transplant, she's going to die because she didn't get the transplant. So tell me what kind of oxymoron bullshit that is. I mean, I would say if you choose not to get the vaccine, if the hospital's biggest worry is her not getting the vaccine because she's going to be on a, a you know regime of pills that's and whatever that's going to help her body except the the kidney so if she chooses not to get the vaccine but she could then die because if she contracts covid while 
the uh, kidneys settling in her body and then she could get COVID and die if she gets COVID, right? If she gets COVID, she could die. But if she doesn't get the kidney, she's going to die. Tell me how that makes sense. There's got to be a hospital in this country. If anybody is listening, and I know you are. I know. I know you're out there. <laughs> but ask me. Answer me. Why, why in the hell isn't there some hospital standing up for this poor lady and saying, look, it's your choice to not get the vaccine, okay? We'll do the surgery, but you have to sign a consent saying that, you know, you don't hold anybody liable for if you get COVID uh, and die because you're on this medicine to for your body to accept the kidney. But we're going to do this for you, you know, and you're not doing it for free. She was going to pay for it, obviously. But I just think it's funny. It's not funny, but I just think it's ironic how a hospital sitting there telling the lady that they can't do the surgery, a life-saving surgery, because she might get COVID and could possibly die. But like I said, in the meantime, if she doesn't get the surgery, she's going to die. That's the kind of fucked up world we're in right now, folks. They don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about me. All you know, all they care about for whatever fucking reason is this vaccine. And and I, I'm doing research on this. And I've got a good show coming up. I'm I'm hoping to get it done this weekend before I go on vacation. So it's for you so I have it for you guys Sunday. So stay tuned for that. Because it's very interesting. It's not going to be a topical like what happened today in the news, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be more of a expose on what I believe is in store for us. So be on the lookout for that one. I'm not even going to tell you the title. It's going to be a surprise. Just look for it, hopefully Sunday. But in the meantime, I just want to go to our last sponsor. You know them as our legendary first sponsor, right? Smooth My Balls. SmoothMyBalls.com backslash DTOM. Check them out. Razors, men's supplies, different, uh, you know, razors, nail clips. Uh, you know, don't forget we got the pube muncher, right? You know, feed my pubes, right? <laughs> Check them out. Uh, also, don't forget we are a brand ambassador for Maker's Mark Rum Bourbon. Check them out. Tell them DTOM sent you. And then most importantly, guys, don't forget I told you the other day, yesterday, also about our new website, don'ttreadonamerica.com one-stop shop all the social media sites are there if you go to them to the uh, don'ttreadonamerica.com you can get on our Facebook our Twitter YouTube Instagram and there is a email list on there you could subscribe to the page um, and then you'll get notifications when shows are up and you can hear my sultry voice or see my beautiful face on YouTube whatever you so choose to do um, but either way, if you go to our Facebook or our Twitter, give me a liking and a following uh, on YouTube, subscribe to the page and you'll see the videos as they come up. And, um, as always, please share this podcast. And if you're listening to us on Apple, if you could give me a five-star rating, I'm really trying to get those ratings up. We had a little, little battle earlier in the year with the, when we first started doing this thing and, and that dipshit, I don't even want to name his podcast because it's, it's. He's stupid, and they're stupid, and they're all stupid. No, but anyway, unfortunately, he had a couple of his minions get on Apple and give us a fucking one star. So 
I really need y'all's help to try and get my numbers up because the higher those numbers are, the better off, um, you know, it'll trend on Apple as far as suggestions of people listening to other uh, podcasts. So if you guys could please help me out with that. Um, I know I'm at around 40, 50%, 45%, I think it is, of, of the people that are listening to this are listening to, our, to us on an Apple uh, platform, whether it be an iPhone or an iPad or whatever. So please, if you could help me out with that. And please, like I said, share this with your friends. If they don't have an Apple phone, I'm on Google Play. I'm on Amazon. I'm on iHeart. I'm on Spotify. I'm on uh, Podbeam. Um, pretty much everywhere, Stitcher, everywhere that you can hear a podcast, I'm there. So please spread the word. We'll keep this going. I want to have a better month this month than we had last month. And last month was a pretty good damn month. So, so far, we're trending pretty good. And with y'all's help, uh, we'll keep it going. So in closing... This is this is me is Don. Today's October eighth, two thousand and twenty-one. And please, guys, please don't forget you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe, like the video, and most importantly, if you go to don'ttreadonamerica.com, subscribe to our mailing list. And every time a show is up, you will get a notification. And for that, I'm going to tell you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you later.